EA Sports, what's up and welcome back. It's the ANA Sports Show. I am your host, Anthony Cortez, and I'm joined alongside my two good friends and co-hosts, Mr. Alexander Ashley. What's going on, everybody? And Mr. Kevin Rowe. You're welcome. Appreciate you showing up, Kev. Hey, we got a very, very serious uh, question to answer at the top here. Um, Best sports movie based on a true story. Alex was generous enough to send us a list from social media somewhere with a few on the list. But there's also an option for other, which I'm going to go with another. But just because this is a very serious matter, we got to we got to we got to decide this. So what's the best sports movie that's that's been made based on a true story? Not best sports movie ever based on but based on a true story. So uh, on the list is 42 movie about Jackie Robinson, obviously, starring, um, oh man, I'm forgetting his name. Chadwick right Boseman. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Rest A in League peace, of the, Rest in peace, oh. sir. Yes. A League of Their Own, starring Tom Hanks. Uh, the Express, which I don't know that dude's name. Friday Night Lights, which has all the big, all the big, uh, the stars on that, on that one. Um, King Richard, which I have yet to see, starring Will Smith, who, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Miracle. Starring Kurt Russell and the story of the 1988 U.S. Olympic hockey team. Moneyball, starring Brad Pitt. Remember the Titans, starring Denzel Washington. And Seabiscuit, starring, um, oh, what's his name? Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. Or, or other. Who's other starring? I'm sorry? Nothing. <laughs> also known as Spider-Man and the best Spider-Man in my opinion. Anybody want to start us off? Because I already have my answer. Or do y'all know? Of this list? I mean, I'm going with Friday Night Lights. It defined the United States version or their their, their idea of what high school football is in Texas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of these other ones, like people have seen it like, oh, yeah, it's cool. And they kind of, you know, but like Friday Night Lights became you know, a TV show. It became a staple. It became a culture. It became so many more things than just a movie about a football team who lost. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, that, that, that's that's got to be mine. Kev, what do you think? Um, I'm going other on this, and this is actually probably my favorite movie of all time, is uh, Cinderella Man with Russell Crowe. I've, yeah, I haven't seen that, but you need to see that movie. That is a good, good movie. I haven't either. I've, I've, I've heard good things. And it's, you know, it's um, not Kurt Russell. What would you say? What, what's his name? Russell Crowe. Thank you, sir. Paul I Giamatti. Think of, I think Amy Adams is in it. I can't think of names right now, man. But yeah, I've heard good things. I got to go with another on this list as well. Um, but Friday Night Lights and Miracle are my close second and thirds. Uh, but I'm going to go with uh, 61. The true story of the 1961 season, the Yankee season, of Roger Maris and Mickey Mantle um, racing each other, I guess, or fight, or not fighting each other, but competing against each other for the single-season home run crown. Um, that not Amy Adams. It's Renee Zellweger. Sorry. Thank anyway. you, sir. No worries. Thank you, sir. But yeah, I'm going to go with 61. Um, 42 is a little too commercial or not too, uh, wrong word 
42 is a little bit Hollywood for me. It's a little bit too Hollywood for me. A great movie, and I saw it in theaters, but um, a little too Hollywood for me. And everything else, I, everything else on here, I, I think I've seen at least once, except for King Richard, uh, which I've yet to see. But remember, the Titans is great. I don't know about y'all, but I kind of judge judge movies based off of their like if they're rewatchable. If I, you know, if you, if they're on the TV and you know you're just scrolling and you see it. And you just land on it and you say, oh, yeah, I can sit through this for a little bit, you know. And that, that tells me a lot about a movie. And I I can go back and watch Miracle a couple times a year. Um, same with The League of Their Own, since it's pretty much always on TV. Writing that lights as well. But, yeah, I'm going to go with 61 on this list. Just a great movie. I, it's, I think 61 is better than 42, respectively, just because uh, Billy Crystal directed it. And it's... Uh, and mathematically. <laughs> yes. And mathematically. <laughs> yes, thank you. Oh man, leave it to Alex. Anyways, Billy Crystal made it authentic. That's what I like about the movie. It's very authentic. It's not Hollywood at all, um, and it's really good acting. Um, Barry Pepper stars as uh, as Roger Maris, and I forget the actor's name that, that that plays Mickey Mantle, but it's very good acting as well, and it's just a great movie. But anyways, anybody hasn't seen Sixty One, you don't even have to be a Yankees fan. Go check it out. But yeah, those are our lists. All right, gentlemen. It's uh, final four time this weekend. When this will air? When this will be up? We are down to the last four. It is Duke, and actually, this is pretty exciting. So, Duke in North Carolina, and then Villanova in Kansas. And this is actually the very first time ever, if you can believe that, um, that Duke and North Carolina are playing each other in the actual March Madness tournament. It's never happened before, and it's finally happening in Coach K's last season and in the same in the semifinals. So yeah, uh, Saturday nights are the semis, and then Monday night is the champ is the national championship game, Duke and North Carolina. Who are we taking, boys? Well, we know who Alex is taking. True, true. Yeah, I mean, I, I gotta go, Duke. I don't think Duke loses to North Carolina like that twice. They lost in the ACC championship to North Carolina, which was the last ACC game of Coach K's career. I don't think that North Carolina stops them this go-round because um, Duke is a deeper, more talented team right now, and they're better coached. Uh, I think that because there won't be as much of a like a spectacle, a show, all this extra kind of stuff around, it's just another high-intensity, high-profile basketball game that I think Duke will be able to – to, to, to finish this out. Yeah, where are you going? Yeah, I'm going Duke there too. They're too moved. I'm with Alex on his prediction at the beginning of this whole thing is that uh, they're motivated, man. They're motivated to get it all away. So I'll take them right now. I, I don't know if I'd take anybody against them, even Kansas. I've been thinking the same. I, I, th- I mean, when this whole thing started and Alex made his prediction, I mean, it's a, it's easy, it's easy, it's easy to understand that they were motivated or that they are motivated. But I just didn't think they had enough to. They just weren't convincing me from the little, you know, the little minutes that I was watching them play towards the end of the season that they were going to have enough to win enough games to make it here. But sure enough, they've done it and they've done it impressively. They absolutely whooped. Um, or no, that was no, that was North Carolina, by the way, that beat uh, St. Peter's by a lot. 
But, um, yeah, I don't think anybody's getting in Duke's way right now. Um, even my pick is Kansas. So Kansas and Villanova on the other side. Um, I see – I think I see Villanova winning that game, man. I really do. Um, I think it'll be a Villanova-Duke final. It'll be a very, very good game. Um, I said, but, yeah, I don't, th- I, don't, I, I don't think anything's stopping Duke right now. Kev, who do you have on the other side, Villano- uh, Villanova or Kansas? No, I think Kansas is just too strong. They've pretty much won everything convincingly up until this point. I think Villanova will be their biggest test, but <clears throat> I don't know. I Yeah, I like Kansas in this. I mean, it's you got to take the favorite on this, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going I'm going the same. I think I I will even go so far as to say is I think Villanova's had a lot of an easier time in the tournament than Kansas has, and they still you know haven't convinced me that they are the championship level team that it would take to I think beat Duke right now. Uh, but Kansas has played some impressive teams, some kind of you know blue chip teams, uh, and played well. So, yeah, I'm going Kansas, and we're going to have a battle of the number ones. Thank God for one and two, two. Oh, two. yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, one and two. Oof. Yeah, Kansas is the only one left. Mm-hmm. One, two, two, and eight. What is our uh, What are our final score predictions, just for funds? Just for funsies. <laughs> It'll be low uh, line. Like 84, 81. I'm gonna go one hundred three to. I'm gonna go one hundred three to one hundred one. I'm kidding. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No score like, has damn. gone over. Like no score has gone over eighty five in the in the tournament so far. I don't think any team has scored over eighty five. Uh, Texas Tech scored ninety four. Ew! Wow. Okay. Uh, Baylor scored eighty five. North Carolina scored ninety five. Murray State scored ninety two. Uh, Arizona scored 87, Tennessee scored 88, uh, and Duke has scored 78, 78, 85, another 78. So they're, they're, I mean, they're hovering around that 80 point, you know, yeah. 80 point range. In all seriousness, or in all seriousness, I'll take, um, I'll probably take Duke by about five. And I'll go like 83, 84 to 79 or 80, somewhere around there. I think that's high. I'm going Duke 73, 67. Final score, Alex? Uh, 80, what did I say? 84, 81? Anything else? 84, 81? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, while we're on the subject of college, I want to hear your idea or what's going on with your idea. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So, again, it's just a ridiculous idea, and it probably couldn't come to fruition. Not that it won't. It probably couldn't. But it was just an interesting thought I had. Um, I was having a discussion with my boss the other day about – 
parody in college sports. And the reason I was asking him specifically about it is because he's not exactly like a big sports fan. So I kind of wanted to hear somebody who's from the outside and not very invested in what they would have to say about it. Um, but I kind of I kind of had this idea. What if potentially like the SEC, because they tend to dominate a lot of sports, you know what I mean? Just they, baseball is kind of a big one for them. Football is a big one for them. They have good basketball teams, even though it's not like the big thing, but they're pretty good at that too. Um, they had a few teams in, in the tournament. Uh, softball is theirs. Uh, there's just a lot of, you know, highly, highly, highly competitive teams in all sports in the SEC. So what if the SEC, instead of having like, instead of competing against other colleges, joined the, like joined semi-pros and basically you have a semi-professional team that's represented by that is like sponsored and represents a college and you don't necessarily have to go to school there per se. Um, and the, but the school can pay for whomever they want to. I mean, the kind of, cause especially with the NIL thing now, like it'd be a lot easier to pay for just random people if they don't necessarily go to the school or that you can go to the school and play for the team. But, you know, I think, you know, especially look at like NBA G leagues, right? Nobody pays attention to the NBA G league, like at all at all this could help with ratings this could help with viewership this could help grow and expand that league um it might help with parity and so much as that like all right the sec is a whole different ball game if you can make it into that in a semi-pro sec thing then like great but if not then you're not playing with those guys anymore and then there's not that weird like oh well the sec gets everybody you know you can't can't have that argument anymore you'll get better players going to more schools throughout the nation, not just in, in that conference. Um, you know, the schools essentially use it as a cash cow, a money grab now anyway. So hopefully they can just double that up and it'd be more viewership for them. And they have their own thing going on. And maybe that helps them academically too. And so much as that a lot of some of the money that they get can also go towards schools and building new buildings and, all this kind of stuff and, you know, research and facilities that, that the school could potentially need based off of, you know, whatever, however much income they get from this. Um, you know, you look at things, and essentially it's, you know, instead of the, you know, Amarillo sod puddles, it's just the Alabama sod puddles and it's still affiliated with whatever, and it's still whatever, you know what I mean? But it's just through a school, and not through a random, like a, just a, 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 a independent setup. You know what I mean? Because um, again, the, the big things I think it helps is it helps with parity. I think you could sharpen steel with steel. I think it help with inclusion. I think you would get more viewership, more ratings. Um, I think I think it'd be kind of helpful. Again, I don't think it would ever work, but I think it could be a really interesting thought. You know what I mean? So you're thinking college teams sec teams that is uh play for minor league teams and essentially they become yeah minor league semi-professionals you know what i mean but they're just represented the representative of the school you know what i mean and they're not necessarily college exclusive now it's not actually a college team it's a semi-pro team represented by the school i mean 
with the school's players or with still actual potentially if they are good enough to play then yes and if they are good enough to and what happens to the already established uh, minor leaguers in um in the minor leagues like in those in the, the, with those teams like what they happens just, to they stay there they stay there you're adding more teams okay and so and you can recruit just... from other places. It's basically just like, okay, imagine a minor league baseball team. Yeah. Okay, imagine the missions. Imagine whatever. Okay, now okay. imagine they were attached to a school. There's still a minor league baseball team, but they are attached to a school. Let's just say UTSA to make it easy. Sure, UTSA, okay, now has a minor league baseball team. Players can people, you know, student athletes from UTSA can try to play there. Maybe they make it, maybe they don't. But the school basically funds a minor league baseball team. It's not just a collegiate baseball team, and they can still have like their weird intramurally, you know, what I mean, NAIA if they want it, but like they are a minor league institution when it comes to that sport. Are they playing other minor league teams or are they playing yes, other? Yes, they would be playing other minor league teams. They would not be playing collegiate teams because they are not collegiate. They are just represented by a school. They are attached to a school, but they are a minor league team. So. There's so many logistical errors with your, your proposal. <laughs> that's how I'm trying to understand it. Are you thinking of all sports or are you thinking like baseball specifically, football? How would football work? You just narrowed it down just strictly to baseball. And either way, it's not going to work. Baseball's not going to agree to it. The NCAA is not going to agree to it. There's no way that those two entities would agree to do something like that. Sure. I think I think I. Think hypothetical, Kev. Don't immediately start down. <laughs> we all know it's probably not going to happen, but hypothetically. I can think hypotheticals with as long as there's some sense of plausibility, but I see none. <laughs> so, like, if Alabama football, if, yeah, Alabama football wanted to join, like, because the NFL doesn't have a, obviously a minor league team or minor leagues. And it's not they... exactly okay. Never no, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I don't want to interrupt you. I'm, no, I'm you're just... sitting here like, oh, it's so logistically stupid. I'm like, okay, it's a good thing the minor leagues only now are paying players enough to eat and have a house at the same time. Thank God. But you're gonna tell me a school doesn't have enough money to provide more for these guys? That's fucking bullshit. That there's no way they do. But you those I mean? minor league teams are all owned by major league teams. Yeah, and they're not giving them shit. Now, hey, Major League team, you don't have to give us as much because the school is doing it. Oh, great. Yeah, no, Buck, please take care of them if you want to. That's cool with us. I'm glad we don't have to pay people enough to eat and live at the same time anymore. You guys will take care of that for us because you have dorms and cafeterias, and they're going to bring in a lot of money for that school. Oh, and then if a lot of money for minor league baseball, come on. Uh, from what? Minor for league minor baseball. league baseball, they have enough to sustain themselves now. Plus, the university already makes a lot of money, and you're going to have a lot of people traveling. So, yeah, you're going to get all the student athletes plus everybody who's going to be a minor league baseball fan, the which there already are. Student athletes are going to be semi-professionals because these 
sure. colleges already have teams that play in the NCAA that they don't yeah. have to pay for to play. They pay them for their likeness and name. They don't pay them to necessarily be players like you have to do in the minor leagues. And they don't pay them a fair wage in college right now. There's no way. They barely just now started paying them a fair wage in the majors also. I know that. So what <laughs> makes you think college is going to show up the money to give them a full-time salary to support themselves um, to play minor league baseball at the lowest So levels. they already pay a kid like what, 30, 40, 50 grand a year to go to school on a scholarship, plus all the NIL money, plus all the money it takes for stipends for housing and food. Yeah, I think they can probably find a way to pay a minor league player the same thing because you don't have to have a scholarship for that player. You can give it to them. Another 30000 on a team that's basically just going to bleed money? No, I don't think but so. But you don't have a scholarship to give out, you're now putting that scholarship to a player. You can pay for that player instead of a collegiate player who's not going to do anything for you. So you're getting rid of your college teams. Yes. Essentially, for some sports, yeah, absolutely. So you're, you're going to have a minor league. Mm, killing it? I don't think so. Yeah, how many uh, college any baseball teams? Because these teams are affiliated with How the many league? college baseball teams are there, Kevin? A lot. Zero. College baseball teams? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I'm right. saying yeah. you have 12, 12, maybe 12 and teams they in the all SEC. Play for the NCAA. So there are 1,600 baseball teams. You're not killing anything by taking away 12, Kevin. But I see how the gross overgeneralization that you're killing baseball by taking away 12 teams can help derail an argument for sure. But, oh, fuck, we missed 12 teams. We're going to jump off a bridge. Oh, which schools are going to be jumping over, though? Tell me, because Alabama is not going to be one. Alabama's happy right where it's at, playing in the SEC for the NCAA, making lots of money on those college uh, baseball uh, contracts that they have with the Okay, well, what about UTSA did? What if UTSA did for baseball? No. They would be making more money. Their baseball team's not good now. they would. You tell me anywhere that's really going to be funding to show single-A baseball other than these little-ass towns that it's already in. You're going to tell me this little-ass town it's already in is going to make more. You're going to tell me that the, the – no, I – no. Because you're, you know, you're doubling you can't your can't tell me these, teams, are, these teams that would be willing to move over to be a semi-professional college team would be making more money than they are with actual college contracts that they have. Just out of curiosity, I, Alex, I don't think Alex, they would. Real quick, just out of curiosity, in your hypothetical scenario here, do you see if this is for all sports? Do you see Alabama playing NFL? Playing in the NFL, they just say later's later's the SEC. We're playing in the NFL now. No, again, this is more of a semi-professional, so it's kind of like the USFL or whatever these other kind of leagues are, where you can get outside people coming in. Okay, okay, so not pro, well, pro, but semi-pro. Okay. Exactly. It's only okay. semi-pro. And they can pay for the people if they want. They can give them that or they can work, which they make a lot of people do now. I mean, how do these semi-professional athletes do it now? They work in the off-season, too. They do. Yeah, I mean, or they go home or they do whatever it is they do now. and They don't have to pay for them then. They pay them their $1,000 a week or $1,000 every two weeks now. It would be a logistical nightmare. It would be interesting if somebody ever figured that out. 
which it's not going to happen. But it's very interesting, man. It's an interesting concept. It's just the way my the way Alex's mind works. <laughs> right. We want parody. How, how easily it goes off the rails. Well, I mean, if we want more parody in college sports, how do we create more parody? There's one way. Good question, but that ain't it. You know, it's all about recruiting too. You know, and this is there's a lot that goes into recruiting. It's not all what we think it is. It's not all we've talked about it countless times on the show. As far as you know, Nick Saban only has to show up to a guy's house. Maybe in the, maybe even only has to make a phone call, and he's you know. He's got another three, four-star recruit. But, you know, sometimes it's based on other factors. It's based on, you know, guys wanting to play where their families play, wanting to play where their, where their dads played, wanting to, you know, or, you know, uh, guys joining their friends at other schools. This is just so many factors out there. Wow. Um, very interesting, though, man. College playing semi-pro leagues or college, college teams. And so you're saying playing in semi-pros, like, full-time they're not playing collegiate other collegiate teams at all anymore that would be the definition of semi-pro yes sir so what makes them still a college team if they're now so like if you take they are not a college team they are attached to a school disattach the idea that a college team has to be solely playing college teams i mean imagine if they so are you saying these guys are still student athletes or are they now no, no they are athletes. semi-professional athletes yes they're semi-professional athletes if you but- also happen to go to school there and you try out and you make it then great you are a student athlete but that doesn't you're not guaranteed a spot just because you go to that school or whatever the case is but they are athletes they are semi-professional athletes whether they so go only- to school to that school or not so it's only the name that's attached to the team. It doesn't mean that they're student athletes. It's just the name. It's so like UTSA. It's the UTSA exactly. Red that play in the Texas League, you know? Yes, that's exactly right. And the school funds everything for the team. That's exactly right. And then UTSA no potentially, longer Potentially. That's yeah, potentially. And then UTSA actually no longer has an actual collegiate baseball team. Correct. Again, knocking off 12 teams is not going to kill it. And number two, if you want to have a club team, which happens all over the country, you can have a club team. It does. Yeah. I'm going to. I know you don't like it because you're like, oh, well, I was an equipment manager there. So I I understand why you're inherently like no to the idea. I get it. I, I, you know, we understand the biases. (laughs) It's okay. I say no, but I understand. That's interesting, man. I don't. That's I don't know how uh, like a, a worldwide, not worldwide. I don't know how nationwide uh, collegiate sports fans would feel about that. That's interesting. Like essentially, take Alabama football out of the SEC and put them into the USSFL or the XFL whenever that gets going. How do Alabama fans feel about that? <laughs> or take Georgia, or take freaking whoever else you know how would you feel about that georgia no longer no 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 longer in the sec they're playing in the xfl in two years whatever it is good for them they won the national championship they've been a good team you're on mute we missed a second no we missed the second part of that 
No, I was just saying, like, if they want to move up, good for them. I mean, if that's something that that group would do as a whole, then great. So they don't play college, they play semi-pro, whatever. <laughs> like, I don't think that really, I mean, now they're playing yeah. for a different, a different level of competition. They're playing for a different title, a different trophy, a different, you know what I mean? It's, it's... Kevin, you got anything else, or are you just trying to sit in silence? <laughs> I got nothing else to say on this topic, because I said, I just... Yeah, it's utter ridiculousness in my in my eyes. But I mean, if he can make it work, more power to him. But I, I mean, no, <laughs> it makes no sense to me. <clears throat> oh, fair enough, Kev. Fair enough. Um, let's play some power rankings, shall we? I mean, we got nothing else to do, and it's MLB time, and NBA is winding down. We can, I mean, I can talk two minutes on it. The Spurs, if we want to get saucy here, or fighting for a playing spot. Um, they're battling with the Lakers, um, and they were in the 10th spot, like, as of yesterday or last night or something like that. But uh, they lost to the Grizzlies – or the Spurs lost to the Grizzlies last night as we're recording this on the tw- on the 31st. It's a Thursday night. Um, they're sitting currently in the 11th spot. The Lakers are in the 10th spot. And I believe LeBron got hurt, didn't he? Did LeBron get hurt, or did I read something wrong? Yes, LeBron did get hurt. Yeah. So, Spurs' chances of, of getting that 10th spot just went up a little bit. So, we'll see what happens with that. But um, quick thoughts on Spurs potentially getting a playing spot. I mean, anybody have any thoughts as far as, I mean, the, tw- the, the Twitter world doesn't think it's a great idea. Well, some people think it's, you know, yeah, let's get a playing spot, you know, get these guys some, some playoff minutes. Others are like, no, we need a lottery pick or we need just as good a draft pick as we can get. Kev, what do you think? Do you want to do you want to play for power rankings and baseball? Let's see uh basketball. <laughs> I completely switched gears on you, Kev. Let's go. Yeah, you did. Uh two minutes, man. I'd love to see the Lakers miss it. I think it would be funny as shit. I really do. Uh, I'd love to see the, the Spurs make the playoffs, but at the same time, I'd actually like to see them miss it. Um, I'd like to see them in that lottery. But the more draft picks they get, the better. <laughs> I would agree. I think this is going to come as a surprise to Alex or, and to many of our other five listeners out there, but I would agree. I uh, As you know, as great as playing experience and playoff experience sounds for our younger guys, I mean, let's all be honest here. We're trying to – we're in full rebuild mode, full, full rebuild mode. And I know if you ask the guys, if you ask, you know, DJ and Keldon and all those guys, you know, what they really want, they're fighting for that playing spot. And good for them. They should be. But, I mean, at the end of the day, let's all be honest. We need as many draft picks as we can get to compete in this league, with this younger league, I should say. Um, so if we don't make a playing game, I'm not going to be too hurt about it. Um, if we end up with that 11th spot or 12th spot or worse, you know, we end up with as good of a draft pick as we can get. I, I really hope we're smart come draft season or come, yeah, come draft season, but yeah, I'll be fine either way. I'll be fine either way. If we, if, either way, if we don't, if we don't make the playing game, totally fine. If we do, sure, it'll be fun to watch and we'll see what happens. I'm not expecting us to actually make playoffs or anything or, or earn an A spot though. Alex, you have any quick thoughts or do you want to, you want to move on? 
I think the Lakers missing the playoffs is bad for basketball. Ratings go up when big teams make the playoffs. I think the Spurs, although we've gotten some good draft picks back from trades, could definitely use the help um, getting the best possible draft pick we can. I mean, you look at Memphis, John Morant, that was their thing. Luca for Dallas. Um, you know, you look at these these top teams and they have a guy that they got in the draft a lot of times. Um, so, yeah, I, I definitely think the Spurs need to just fucking call up the Austin Spurs and let them play instead. Uh, get them some 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 actual game time and, and take a look and see what that looks like for them. In the East, I think, you know, it's already pretty much set. You have your 10. You know your 10 is going to be uh, – Again, you do want to see these bigger names in there, these more controversial teams, because it drives up ratings. So I really hope that Brooklyn does make it into the NBA actual playoffs, not just a play-in game for their for their sake. Um, but it'll be interesting, the Bulls being good again and Miami being on a huge push lately. Uh, the Bucks with the MVP of the league and Giannis, who or should be. Um, so it'll be interesting, especially with that lifted mandate. Uh, so now Kyrie can play more consistently. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll see this. How about the Phoenix Suns, man? Being the first team to clinch a playoff spot and clinching the number one overall seed while they're at it because they are so far ahead in the West. Who would have thought that would come? They did. Yeah, no, they are – They are. Yeah, sure. They are absolutely – killing it on all fronts now we'll see if playoff mm-hmm. paul kicks in and he gets injured and they can't fucking keep it up but i know they have little blue pills for that but i don't think that'll get the job done here way too early uh prediction for who wins the nba cha- who wins the nba championship this year nba finals this year do we got the Suns or we got somebody out of the east i'm gonna go bucks back to back Bucks back to back. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I want to say Suns, but I picked them last year too. Yeah. They lost in the finals. So. Yeah, I'll give you one. Your 2022 NBA, NBA Finals champion, San Antonio Spurs. Let's go. All right, baseball season. Let's do this. Illusion. <laughs> We all know where we're, we all know where that's going. Um, power rankings, gentlemen. Um, we're a week away from opening day, which when this will be out, it'll be a couple of days now. So happy, happy baseball season in about a week or two, in a couple of days, whenever you're listening to this, everybody. Um, but yeah, power rankings. Do we want to go bottom down or do we want to go um, bottom up? And I figured we just do one list. So, like, we all just kind of give our thoughts on a number 10, and then we all disagree or we all agree, and two-thirds vote gets gets that vote. That's fine. That sounds good. We'll just cool. go top to bottom, and we'll vote. Uh, top, to, top to bottom, one through 10? Sure. Or one through five? Uh, let's go five. Let's go five. Okay. Alex, start us off, man. Well, sure. A couple heavy hitters up there. 
but I mean, we can blend with that list down pretty well. I mean, um, well, <laughs> I think we, I think we all know who the obvious number one team out there is, if we can all agree on it. Sure. Okay, let's start from the top and go down. That might be easier. Who 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 do you assume? The Dodgers. Yeah, I would assume so also. Yeah, that's, that's two thirds. That's where you're at. Okay, so the ANA Sports guys calling the Dodgers as the number one team coming into the 2022 season. I'll mark it down. At number two, we thinking somebody in the NL, or is it still the AL, or not? Sorry, still the NL, or somebody in the out in the AL. I got American League on mine. I'm kind of curious what are y'all thinking first. It's not the Astros, the American League. No, it's not the Astros. Yeah, I didn't pick the Astros either. But I'm trying to get the actual standings. I'm on ESPN though, and they have they have the cactus and grapefruit leagues. Who'd you have, Kevin? White Sox. The White Sox. I went with Tampa Bay. They actually make runs in the playoffs. Let me get there. Hold on. Sorry. Yeah, I can agree with Tampa Bay. I can I can do that too. There's a vote. I can yeah. We want to put the Rays in number two. That's where I would put them. They to win hundred plus out. games all the time. To at least start one, off the two at the top. I'm good with that. To sure. at least start off the season, number two, the Rays. Number three. Are we thinking the Braves, or did they lose too much? No, I would go with the White Sox. Or actually, I'd probably – yeah, I'd go with the White Sox. Kev? This is where I have the race. This is where you have the race. I guess we're going White Sox. (laughs) All righty. Number three, coming into the 2022 season, A boys have the Chicago White Sox as the number three team in the league. Number four, Kev, start us off. Astros. The young pitching has really come of age, and even though they lost Correa, I think they're going to be riding their pitching into the playoffs this year with Justin Verlander coming back, leading them. Alex. Plus, you still got Altuve, Bregman, Gurriel, Brantley. And you still got a monster lineup. That's fair. That's very fair. It's between two teams for me. Alex, what do you think? I'm still looking. Give me one sec. I'm thinking either Seattle. Well, no, Seattle. That might be high for Seattle. But yeah, that's high for Seattle. The Astros are there, though. Um, Seattle? Jesus. I know, Kev. I know. I'm sorry. They don't even crack my top ten. Um, I'm tied between. Tied between the Padres and the Astros. 
No, I don't put the I don't th- I don't put the Padres that high. I don't either. Again, look at that lineup. If they have a guy, they one if old boy stays healthy. If old boy stays healthy, look and look uh, Darvish has a bounce back year, and Snell has a bounce back year. Again, as long as they stay healthy, and you're also saying that your number one pitcher who's taking a year or so off because of uh, Tommy John is is the king. So I'll trust these guys a little bit more just because they haven't not pitched in a year and a half. Um, he also won the Cy Young the last time he pitched the season. So <laughs> yeah, last time he pitched was how long ago? Two years. Oh fuck, that's quite a while <clears throat> in the major leagues. Kev, who are you going to have at number five? He's also looked really good in uh, spring training. Uh, five, I got the Braves. Five, you got the Braves. Are we okay with going Astros four, Padres five? <laughs> no, we're not. Okay. Also, look at San Francisco too. Yeah, I have Giants in my top ten, but not up that high. Not up that high. I wouldn't have the Braves up that high. I don't think they lost that much outside of Freeman, but they replaced him with Olson. And they're getting Acuna back this year. Azuna's still not coming back, right? As far as I know, he was. I think they were going to use him as a DH now that you have the DH in the National League. Okay, final answers. Who do we have? Number four. Astros. Well, the Astros, because I don't want to argue about it anymore. Yeah, I'm going to go Astros, too. <laughs> Number five. Who did you have for five outs? Um, San Diego Padres for me. That's right. Anthony, who do you have, five? Either them or the Blue Jays. Padres or Blue Jays? I um, think so. Why are the Braves? But okay. <laughs> well, the Braves are are there too. I'll we'll go Padres so we don't have to argue about it. Fair. Number six: Dodgers, Rays, White Sox, Astros, Padres. Yeah, number six team coming into the number six team coming into the twenty twenty two season. Mets. That makes a lot of sense for me. Alex, where are you at? Scott, bud, Mets. I'm either looking at, I would say it's San Francisco for me. They still have a stacked lineup and manager of the year. Brandon Crawford is a monster. The the young Yaz looks good. You know what? I'm going to go with Giants, too. Make it easy. But the Mets are coming in pretty pretty stacked as well. Well, the 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 rotation that is is coming in pretty stacked. Everybody can stay healthy. To Mets it up. I would still think they're going to Mets it up. <laughs> That's why I have the Braves above them. <laughs> but on paper, the Mets are really good with Degrom, Scherzer, Alonso, uh, Lindor. I mean, you have power on both sides of the ball. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> On paper, the Mets look very good. Talk to me two weeks into the season when half their roster's injured. 
I'll tell you something different. But right now they look good. Are we okay with the with the Braves at number seven and then the Mets below? Sure. I got Blue Jays seven currently, but that's fine. You already have them at what six? You said right? Something. Oh uh, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, we'll go Braves at number seven. Alex, are you okay with the Mets at number eight? Sure. Nine and ten. Last two spots. And I'm sorry, I know I lost my voice. Somehow I lost my voice from my allergies. Don't ask me how, but I did. Slowly trying to get it back. I'm I'm working my way through. So if my voice sounds, yeah. I had Giants at eight, so let's put them in nine for me. (laughs) Okay. Wait, what are we at? One, two, three. The Blue Jays look good and uh, Boston. We already have Blue Jays. No, we don't. Wow. I'm confused. What's no. our list then? No, we don't. We have, list Dodgers, again. we have Dodgers, Rays, White Sox, Astros, Padres, Giants, Braves, Mets. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would say Blue Jays go Blue Jays. or Boston. I'd say Blue Jays then because I have Blue Jays at seven on my list. What did you say, Alex? Say Blue Jays or Boston. Blue Jays Boston. or Boston? With the newly acquired Trevor Story, I'm good with putting the Blue Jays and Chris nine. Sale for a full season. Yeah. Ooh, actually, that's tough, man. I might have to go socks at eight. Wait, what are we at? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We're at this nine. Quickly become a disaster. We're we're at nine. I'm gonna go. Cab, are you okay with the socks at nine and then Blue Jays? Uh, no, I have Blue Jays above the Boston. Boston doesn't even crack my top ten. Why? Because I had the Blue Jays better, the Rays are better. I think the Yankees will be better than them too. Mm. Are we okay with doing the Sox and Jays to finish it out? Sure, why not? Sure. Red Sox. Just to end it. Number 10, who do you have? Who do you have, Alex? Or who do you have, Alex? We're going to go Blue Jays. But... Whatever whatever you guys said. Okay. We're going with that. We're going with that. All right. The ANA Sports Guys Sports Show Top 10 Power Rankings going into the 2022 season because this is just the list of all lists right here. Number one, well, I mean, this isn't debatable. Number one, Dodgers coming into the season, who, by the way, their manager guaranteed a World Series rank. We should put that out there. Um, Doc. Stupid. Doc. What? What's his? Uh, his name is not Doc. What's uh, Dave, Dave Roberts? Roberts. Thank, you. Thank you. Dave Roberts uh, went on to the Dan Patrick show. Dan Patrick asked him, "The Los Angeles Dollars will win the world. Will win the World Series if?" And he just went on record and said, "We will win the World Series if we stay healthy." So yeah. All right. That's a lot. Of, that's a lot to live up to. Number and two. Now they will miss the playoffs because of it. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to miss the playoffs, but no. they're going to find a way to mess it up. Yeah, you're too good on first paper, round. Right? Yeah, you're too good on paper. Like you're you're insane on paper, but you have to stay healthy and you have to. It has to all go right. And Cody has Cody Bellinger has to get out of the insane funk that he's in. The one forty six batting average or whatever it was last year. Jesus. Yeah, and in spring training right now, man. 
Isn't he hitting like terrible right now in spring training? I don't know. I haven't seen his numbers in spring training. Anyways, the Tampa Bay Rays, we have a coming, we have a number two. The Chicago White Sox are number three. Alex's, uh, not sorry, not Alex's. Kevin's Houston Astros are at number four. The <clears throat> San Diego Padres are at number five, who I who I have uh, probably been a first round exit. The San Francisco Giants at number six. The Atlanta Braves um, defending world champions at number seven. The New York Mets newly acquired Max Scherzer and a couple of other additions to that uh, insane rotation at number eight. The Boston Red Sox newly acquired Trevor Story, number nine. And then the Blue Jays, the Toronto Blue Jays at number 10. That is the list, gentlemen. Honor, uh, honorable mentions for number for 11 and 12. Are the Yankees up there? Yankees, Brewers. I got Brewers at nine on my list and Yankees at 10. Who are some of our dark horses? I can say I'm an, Boston I'm, is a dark, dark horse for me. But. I'm going to stay biased and I'm going to go Rangers. So I got to say Seattle group. probably. We're going to have to figure out know. our pitching, but if we can figure out our pitching, I think we'll, I think we'll, we'll make some noise. If we just not yes. give up like five runs, yeah, then we it, have a chance. It's, a, it's, a, it's pretty as simple. It's, it's simple as that. If we can't give up more than five runs, we have a chance. Cardinals. Yeah. See, I was going to be dangerous. By the way, yeah, breaking – not breaking news, but news coming out of this week. Uh, Albert Pujols is uh, signing a one-year contract with the St. Louis Cardinals with the team he started off at, and he said this is going to be his last go-around. So he's going to retire as a Cardinal, and good for him. Perfect spot for him now that he can be a DH there. Alex mentioned in text any any storylines that we want to see or that you know we potentially see in this in the season, but that's a good one right there. That's probably my favorite going into the season is is Albert Pujols is going to finish out his career as a Cardinal. Very cool. Happy for him. Any other storylines? Potential storylines. Go ahead and tell us about the U.S. team making the FIFA tournament this year. Well, we didn't do a uh, highlight section today. That was my highlight section. Just was dude, just my basically bad, dude. That. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. No, I feel oh, bad. Yeah, I'm not tripping. I'm kind of glad you didn't do it because, like I said, his entire highlight thing would have been about the U.S. making the FIFA tournament. Yeah, it's been 3,000 days since we last qualified for the uh, the biggest tournament in the world. So, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm pretty excited. I also, yeah. Anyway, and let's do a hurt style. And let's finish out the show with with the with the highlights, with Joyce highlights. What's your what's your useless information for this week, man? Besides no, that, just uh, that was the big one. Uh, really, that was just pretty much going to be the one that I was going to talk most about. Just kind of talk about the uh, exciting uh, that is for U.S. men's soccer. Been telling you guys for the last four years how we've been on the rise and. Fucking look at me now. <laughs> uh, so, but it's and plus I don't want to bore you two in our one listener. So we'll just. We'll just You're not boring me. It. You're not. Oh boring yes, me. I am. I can see it on your face when I talk about soccer, and the one below me specifically is even worse. I'm I'm fine. <laughs> I'm excited. It's awesome. It's super great, and we'll see how we go. But 
I think it's tomorrow they actually pull the groups. So we'll see what group or how our group looks. I just fucking hope we don't get Germany. Um, another highlight that I can point out uh, as a useless fact, not a useless fact, it's a very useful fact, but um, Manu Ginobili is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer and it's pretty, uh, should become official uh, tomorrow. The first? Yeah, the first of April is what I heard. Um on Twitter, so congrats, and that's very well earned for Manu Ginobili, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer going into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame, uh, coming up whenever that is going to be. So congrats to him. And I'll probably use that as my favorite thing. Um, which, by the way, <laughs> I know we never talked about our friends real quick at Baseballism. Since we talked baseball, um, real quick, go visit our friends at Baseballism. All ba- all baseball related product company, clothing company for baseball people. For first-time shoppers over there, use our code AA Sports Sergeant, which was AA S-P-O-R-T-S for a 15, 1-5% discount off the first order. Uh, free shipping orders of $100 or more for domestic shoppers only. Uh, they just released uh, some new Crane Griffey stuff. Uh, go check that out. And then just go check them out in general because baseball season is rolling out. They have their Major League Baseball collection, partnership collection. So go check that out. All 30 team, uh, all 30 team merchandise is available. I shouldn't say merchandise, but all 30, all 30 teams apparel-wise, is available. So go check those out. Keep supporting your local and small businesses. Kev, you got a favorite thing? I do. So in a spring game with uh, I think it was Seattle, I think it was Texas, actually. Uh, the Seattle commentators are interviewing Jesse Winker, who is one of their newest players that was traded from Cincinnati. And Jesse decided to take his shot at calling play-by-play in the game. This is what happened. I just gave up a home run. <laughs> so, yeah. Man, immediately man. starts calling the game, gives up a home run. It's like, yeah, I'm not doing that ever again. What's up, guys? <laughs> yeah, that was very hard to understand, but I'll go check that out later. Alex, get yourself <laughs> off me. Do you have a favorite thing? Uh, <clears throat> I think I uh, went over it already. U.S. making soccer. it to the World Cup, qualifying. Soccer team making it's the a, World Cup. It's a really big fucking deal that people don't, like, understand. It's a really big fucking deal. <laughs> Hey, I'm happy for them, man. Hopefully they win a couple games. Matches, I should say. Matches. By the way, go check out, please go check out uh, Ted Lasso before this next season comes out, man. Dude, the 10 bucks or whatever it is for for Apple TV is so worth it. Just for just for Lasso uh, alone. Go check it out, man. I'm probably just going to pirate it and just not even pay for Apple TV. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, I'm sure Jason Sudeikis won't mind, man. Either way. <laughs> Y'all need to go check out Cinderella Man on HBO Max. I will eventually, Kev, I promise. To our one listener out there, what's your favorite movie based on a true story? Favorite sports movie based on a true story, I should say. But yeah, that was fun. All right, boys, anything else? Just excited for baseball next week. Right. Yes, sir. Yay, sports. All right. 
Hey, be good to yourself. Be good to, be good to each other out there. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. With that, we will say later. Peace. See ya.